Hello and welcome back to episode number eight of the Real Life Murder Mystery Podcast. I want to have a little chat about Google and Onision. My Twitter account has just been blocked for the second time. It is <laughs> three days old. And uh, I also had the problem uh, back in 2020 when Onision told me that he was stalking me since 2004. I don't recall the exact day. It would have been middle of March or something. The first thing that happened after I texted him is that somebody, I could see that, um, downloaded or uploaded whatever this, whatever direction that would be technically, uh, my complete password manager file. Oh, and that, by the way, um, it's not a podcast episode yet, but you can read an article about this specific password manager. That's a different topic. I came to the conclusion that password managers generally are a very, very bad idea for several reasons. Now, this particular that I was using, Sticky Password, is a huge, huge security risk. So he was a uh, first thing downloading, uploading to his server or to his site my complete password file. And after that, he hacked my computer. And the reason I was just thinking about it is just that all of my Twitter accounts have been taken down after I made a rude remark. I had my Twitter accounts for several years, over 6,000 followers, and never said a bad word ever. But after I learned that this was the person who took one third of my life and ruined really everything from my health to financial situation, friendships, opportunities, everything, I went to Twitter and I said, I admit my mistakes, missteps and the embarrassing moments openly. And I'm just talking around the hot pudding. I went to Twitter and I tweeted I'm going to strangle you, you shitty script kid. And I get it that this tweet would be deleted or that I get a warning. But what happened is I have several websites. Currently, sadly, I can hardly or not at all work on them. And each had its own Twitter account. So it was nothing shady. And all of my Twitter accounts have been blocked at the same time. I thought that is interesting. Because of the stalking situation, I was using a VPN most of the time and I would think that they didn't delete all Twitter accounts linked to a specific VPN IP that was used by more than one person. So someone specifically targeted all of my Twitter accounts and the key word is level of control. Uh, because I want to talk about Google a little bit. So as I just said, my Twitter account has been deleted again. My new site, I just noticed the other day, yesterday, actually, that the only things that are listed in Google are random, irrelevant files. Not a single article is in Google Webmaster Tools. You know, like where you see which pages of your site, which articles are indexed so that they can show up in search results. And there are only random files that are even 
blocked from direct access. Like I would upload an image or a video or something like that, but you cannot exit it directly. Well, unless you're a hacker. And this stuff is totally useless that it's uh, indexed in Google and none of the article is indexed in Google. And I have just had a look. Google bot is also not coming by my website. That's a problem I don't have as much with my other sites. And then in one of the articles, I think it is called Ugly Porn Clown Wears Most. You can see that while I was looking up something, and the problem is that Onision is just always on my computer since 2004. And so far, I didn't find a way to get rid of this hacking. And I was researching a reference of this uh, Wesley Marks, one of the people involved in trying to kill me in this death hunt. And in front of my eyes, the search results changed. I also had tweeted something to show that with a specific number related to this Westmost Wesley Marks, a plethora of different companies and people were listed as the owners of this number. So really out of the ordinary. And uh, less than an hour later, it might have been minutes, the next time I looked was less than an hour later, the results had completely changed and there was only one result for this number. I still could find a lot of uh, the results I saw earlier in other search engines, like the Russian, I hope I say it right, Yandex, Yandex, I don't know, or also a German search uh, engine and DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo, to my knowledge, one of the main sources where they receive their results would be Bing. So Microsoft, not Google. But the Google results had completely changed in less than an hour. And in this article I just referenced, you can see the receipt. So um, the other thing is that Onision, he has meanwhile taken it down. But to my knowledge, he has just taken it down on his free will. That's probably a good decision because nothing of it ever happened. But uh, he published a ton of videos on YouTube where he showed text messages and a lot of private information. And YouTube never seemed to be bothered by it. But uh, I got several of my videos deleted. The interesting thing is that they were unlisted and they had zero views. And what I did is uh, public lookups. And I give you that, and I think I say it in every episode because it's really not me normally. These public lookups are unethical. That said, they are not looking at the personal information of real people, but they are either uh, fake person, uh, fake personas, fake identities, or taken over identities. And I think this is valuable information. It appears that a lot of people are missing, but they are not declared dead. And their identities have been taken over by people that are listed as company owners, that are listed as remote workers in companies where you should uh, really not have any hostile uh, entities and so on. So I feel it's a little bit a different situation. Also, because I have tried... 23 million ways to get this information to authorities and so far it just has always been blocked uh, but that's a that's that would also be a longer topic and i don't want to get into a loop of 
having the feeling I have to explain myself and defend myself so that you understand that it's really a little bit harder than it would normally be. So I get my videos deleted for slander and harassment, and it is just lookups. So I'm not even sure if Google has the tools in 2022 that they search voiceless videos for content. Then again, the videos were unlisted. They passed the initial check. They weren't listed, you know, like during upload, it checks a few things and then it might just not allow your video from the beginning. But they were deleted like a day later, two days, three days later, several of them for slender and harassment. Now, between unethical and slender and harassment, I feel that there is a little difference. And as I said, they were wordless. So it would only be possible for if we say that this was an automated thing, and I don't believe that it was. I think it was targeted. But uh, if that were an automated thing, they would have to have a software that reads, like an OCR, that reads the text in voiceless, in audio, less in silent videos. And I'm really not sure that this is the case. And then decides it's slander and harassment, but how does it even know, right? I might have, if, I'm not sure if from seeing an address, it automatically can conclude that this is a negative action, especially if this video is unlisted and nobody has even seen it. So it could also not be that a person manually reported it, so that is a little strange. Then I feel that over the years, always it was worryingly easy for Onision to constantly access my Google products, whether it be my Google Voice, my Google Mail. And I should normally see if other IPs access it. I should normally, I get an email when somebody new logs in, but somehow... It, it always appeared with the exception of Proton Mail, which sadly at this time I think is not a secure product to use. Google always seemed to be the easiest uh, to get into without any traces. Now, the latest thing I just noticed is that somebody has hacked into um, the email account of my old sick mother in Germany, changed the password. I would know because I made the account. Now, obviously, if Onision downloads my password file, he would also have had this password. Not that he would need it. His hacking skills are unheard of. So he can also delete things from my mailbox or from my Google Voice without so far any traces. Now, a more interesting and a hotter topic that we will go in uh, detail, that, we'll go, ugh, that we will go into in more detail because it is very important. I once noticed that in one of Onision's videos, uh, there was a table behind him and it looked like there was cocaine. Like, you know, white powder and uh, I told him, oh, well, you still have cocaine there behind you on the table. And I don't know how many minutes it was. A short while later, it was gone from the video. The video had not been re-uploaded. And uh, then I told him because I was curious and I'm sitting at the river for a long time to get to this stalker that took one third of my life and went after friends, went after my, went after the XCI, so my ex-boyfriend, and I, I'm not sure if nearly killed my mother is said too much or not. 
like she got nearly deaf from sound she couldn't record, which I didn't know at this time what it was until I have been on the receiving end as well. And I think it's infrasound. And uh, then she can hardly walk with mysterious leg pain. But, uh, ever since I've been on the receiving end, what she's using is some, I don't know if it is microwave technology. It's like some sick people weapons that shouldn't be in civilian hands. So that is only a few of the very, very many reasons why I'm sitting at the river waiting to get to this uh, stalker. Um, so I um, mentioned another thing. He has a lot of errors in his videos. I always told him the second somebody is looking at you is the second you're going to get caught. And now I'm looking at him. There was a cop. Uh, he always has fake backgrounds. And I mean, that's not a bad thing, right? Who, who doesn't? So I'm not indicating that I feel this is wrong. But he had like a cop standing in free air. So I don't know what happened. This cop was like standing in the air. And I told him that. And again, a very short time later, the cop was gone. Now, YouTube has video editing tools. You can do a few things with your uploaded video. What you cannot do is add or remove objects. That is a pretty rendering intensive uh, thing to do. Now, if you don't re-upload the video, how are you doing it? And a simple, I, I used to say before I said, well, whatever, I don't want to go on war with Google. There is no way in my mind that Google doesn't know what Onision is doing. And there are only two possible explanations in my mind. The first would be that Google watches him and is also sitting at the river and just can't do anything about it at this time. The second is that he really has pretty much control over Google. Not, I'm not implying that he owns Google, but that he has pretty much control over Google products. One thing is that he spams YouTube with bots. That is also something we can look at. The second thing is that he commits high two-digit, in my mind, ad fraud. He owns several niches pretty much completely, in my mind. And I have... I cannot prove every word I'm saying, but I can show a lot of things to make it very likely, to make it plausible what I'm talking about. And I also have some evidence, or more than some evidence. For instance, the Indian scam beta niche, or this whole brain cancer YouTube uh, drama niche, where, for instance, all of them, like 20, 40 different channels report let's say, about uh, on an, an Onision's trial, whether it's his wetlands trial or the alleged victims. Now, these people are all talking about things that never happened. And I'm not sure if that is what advertisers really want to spend their money on, that somebody makes up a fake trial, posts a few fake images, and everyone is reporting about it as if it's real. Or they talk about all of his relationship, but they don't mention the missing people around him. So that just seems a little odd. And the high number of Onision control, in my mind, Onision controlled counts just makes this a real problem. You cannot go to the start. Well, I, I use a special tool, else I couldn't use uh, YouTube. Because if you go to the starts uh, page of YouTube, you see pretty much only things that are bad for your brain from 
Mr. Beast, PewDiePie, etc., etc. And um, there's, I mentioned that in my Onision rules that I think was episode number six, so I will not repeat that again. What it means when he talks about someone, it would be really easy for Google to know what's going on. A simple SQL query or something. So if Onision would re-upload videos, which is the only theoretical way how you can do it. If you want to have a video where an object is missing or where an object is dramatically changed, you would have to do a re-upload. So the number of your uploads would be your uploaded videos plus your deleted videos plus the re-uploaded videos. That would be the number. So it would be really easy to see if I'm correct or on which level this manipulation happens. The other alternative is, and this I already told the German police back in 2010, only I put the name, the, the wrong name on it. I, I accused the XCI, um, but it was obviously Onision all the time. And he's able to also shoot up 100, hundreds of bots with uh, whatever metadata um, he likes. So it would also be possible that he re-uploads videos and just can fake the metadata so that it just looks like it's still from 2017 and that it still has the likes and dislikes it had or the comments it had. But from a time standpoint, I'm not really sure how realistic that is. It, it takes a while to um, upload videos. Uh, well, I, I don't know. But that in any way is a real thing. And I have some evidence because, oh, please don't laugh, but you know, if you get stuck for 18 years, you get a little desperate and you just get a little creative also. So I requested that he censored his pee-pee. And he had deleted at this time then half of his videos. And in the other part, he has edited his PP. And we have before and after videos. And it's just interesting to, you know, to learn how did he do that. And it's still the old, the original upload date, the original comments, the original likes and dislikes. Well, I don't think you still see the dislikes. So the original likes... Um, we will look into that in a separate article then. And for this, I don't have receipts. This is just something I experienced and witnessed. And you should just see from the rate, from the ratio, what checked out so far of what you heard me say. And then go from there and see if I, if there might be a possibility that there's a point to that. He can upload into any channel he wants, and it might not be any channel he wants. It might just be that he has an incredible masses of channel from all different languages and uh, topics. So what he likes to do is, and I think that he believes that makes it untraceable and, you know, I cannot prove anything or nobody can. I don't think he really understands profilers and he doesn't understand psychiatrists in that there is a pattern to his way to communicate. So he kept sending me messages by uploading something into a different channel. So, but for this, as I said, I still don't have a receipt or anything. Sites he doesn't like don't get indexed in Google, whether it's medical topics, whether it's 
someone who just has an opinion that's inconvenient for him or who let's say, exposes too much about the Moderna patent uh, situation, all sorts of things. Also, obviously, my side that's covering him as this real-life murder mystery, Ornision tried to kill me, so obviously I will talk about him. It's not existent in Google. It shouldn't be that a single person is able to manipulate who has visibility without any apparent algorithm. It's not that sites that talk about the, you know, the Havana Beach murderer or something are invisible. It's just that if it is something that he doesn't like, then you're pretty much going to get thrown out of Google. I generally had a lot of difficulties with Google, different things. For instance, on my personal blog, which is aurorasa.com, I had an article about kombucha. And oh yeah, if you know Onision, you know that one of the most infamous videos of the recent years was a video where he, like a crazy person, claimed that somebody has deleted his Patreon, where in my mind, he just changed it to the data of his alleged wife, which in my mind also isn't his wife and never was and might now be missing, now looks like a bot, and he pours kombucha over himself and screams like a crazy, well, <laughs> screams. Uh, I had an article and my website was just really picking up, but it appears that an influential site had linked to my article about kombucha. And just in that moment, what happened is that the subdomain I pointed to cloud app to share screenshots and things like that and it got spammed with exactly the kind of um, with exactly the kind of porn stuff I'm now finding when I look up Wesley Marks and uh, Onision and the things around them. Um, Google did not just punish my sites, they completely de-indexed it and I contacted Google and I said, hey, okay, I see the problem, but this domain was not in my control. This is the company cloud app this was pointed to. So this didn't happen on my side, but it didn't help and my site never recovered from it. Um, a lot of little things like this with Google really. The other example would be when this started with uh, COVID, Google has given out a lot of ad money to companies and I received a $1,000 credit. I did ads and what I didn't know in the beginning is that somebody contacted me about a project and then it turned out to be, in my mind, this still has to be proven and the stuff is there to do so. I just don't have the ability to look up, for instance, financial transaction and so on. But we have the stuff and in my mind, Onision presented himself as a Chinese person and he called himself Maria and asked me to um, do a website for him. So I did and I had ads running using this um, that I received and there was a problem and as always Onision, I cannot even tell you with how many fake personas he got. This is how it started in 2004. He wasn't even 18. A nearly 18-year-old Scorpio started hitting on me on a German site. And then he came back with fake after fake after fake. He, then he started impersonating uh, my, at this time it was my partner, what is now the XCI, my ex. 
And so this is his thing. Impersonation is his thing. And he's really good at it. I saw my first deepfake in 2004. So I ended this partnership, but I had already stopped ads days or weeks. I, I'm not exactly sure, but I, a good amount of time before I ended this partnership, I had stopped running ads. Then Google, a few days later, after I ended this partnership, closed my um, AdSense or Ad Words, whatever it is, closed my account and they accused me of misleading people or whatnot. And I tried to talk to them and I said, yeah, well, it's just that I deleted a website because the nature of the website has changed, but I also wasn't running advertisements at this time. So maybe this is a coincidence, but I could... I don't want to talk for two hours, but I would have a lot of uh, these little examples that Google is sometimes a little strange to work with. And also that constantly my accounts are blocked, whether it be on Twitter, and I'm sure he's trying on LinkedIn too, whereas that would be probably a bit harder. Onision's channels on YouTube for the longest time were slanderous channels and harassment channels where he would make one after the next video against a person. So not even reporting facts like I'm doing right now. I'm telling you facts or what I believe to be facts about Onision. I'm not saying he's, you know, I'm not talking bad about him per se. I'm just explaining the kind of crimes and what is happening to me. And that is a different thing. But he had really these slanderous videos, you know, where you use like the ugliest image of the person you can find and then you make a, a statement. This whole Kiwi Farms, in my mind, is also owned by him. You can check the first episode of this podcast, how I got banned from Kiwi Farms. So Onision isn't just a part of slanderous harassment groups. He, in my mind, leads them. And that's going to be maybe the next episode, but I'll be too tired today to do an intellectual episode like this. There is an elite Kiwi Farms too with people. They call themselves Leak de Lol. So it's the same, right? The Kiwi Farms say Lol Cow. And it's a cynical term they use for people they can milk for laughter. That's I, I already my, my stomach is turning if you talk about people like that. And the leak de lol, pretty much the same. They also pretty much have the same targets. Mostly women, vulnerable, also trans people. And these are people who are in influential media roles. But that's going to be the article is already up. But if you want to wait for the podcast episode, it's uh, going to come your way soon. So it's interesting that Onision, and in my mind, who else would report my unlisted videos? Nobody has ever seen. They have no viewer. They are not visible. They don't show up in any search. So who should report them if it's not the algorithm? And the algorithm would have checked during upload. So. I think it's Onision, which I obviously cannot prove. But it would, it, but that's also interesting. He apparently never had problems for his targeted, for his harassment videos at all. So that was just an opinion. But for the topics I mentioned, I have receipts that's going to be published as soon as possible. But think about it. Doesn't this appear to be an interesting level of control? All right. 
I'll publish the next episode later today. Until then, have a wonderful time. Bye-bye.